There goes my beautiful wife. And tomorrow we celebrate our 25th anniversary. Amen? 25 years. She's put up with me. <laughs> Amen. God is good. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. June 3rd. I remember the wedding right here. And I remember the, um, yes, thank you, reception at mom's house that we had. And I remember the trip all the way to Otisaga for our honeymoon. It seems like it was just yesterday. All right, the title of my sermon is called The Earth is Shaken and the Heavens are Quaking. The earth is shaken and the heavens are quaking. If you got your Bibles, you can open them up to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24, verse 6. I didn't give Joe the verses in Matthew, but I know he'll be quick to find them. I trust in the Lord with all my heart. Lean not on my own understandings and all my ways acknowledge him, and he'll make our path straight. Lord, we give you praise and honor and glory for the reading of your word today. We pray that you would have your way in this service. Lord God, that you would use us mightily for your kingdom and for your glory. And I just pray this. And I just uh, yield my tongue and my thoughts and my mind to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He said, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pangs. All these are the beginning of birth pains. It says down in uh, verse 21. It says, for then there will be great distress. There will be great distress. Unequaled. From the beginning of the world until now and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short... No one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. At that time, if anyone says to you, look, 
here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles to deceive even the elect, if that were possible. And then Jesus says here, and I want you to underline this, he says, see, I have told you ahead of time. I have told you all of these things ahead of time. In verse 29, it says, immediately after the distress of those days, we have seals. <laughs> immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened. And the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky. And the heavenly bodies will be shaken. The earth is a shaken and the heavens are a quaken. Do you know that is a fact? Not only did Jesus say that. But that is actually happening. It says that the earth shook in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 26. That the earth shook at that time his voice shook the earth. But he has promised once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. That is God's word. For also the heavens. Do you know that in 2004... We had that some of us here have witnessed one of the greatest catastrophes this world has ever seen. It was a tsunami, an Indonesian tsunami, that took place in 2004. And it said that it was so strong that it sent the earth wobbling. We live in a world of turmoil just as the Bible, just as Jesus predicted. There is scientific proof of this wobble. The scientists tell us that not only did it change the landscape of Indonesia, But it actually caused the earth to wobble. Immediately after the tsunami of Indonesia, there was a series of earthquakes. In Pakistan, I think the Pakistanian earthquake killed 80,000. The tsunami of 2004 killed over 
230,000 people. 230,000 people. Over. That is devastating. The quake in Pakistan killed 80,000. Chile and New Zealand were quakes. Then we had the horrific quake in Haiti. Remember that? It wasn't too long ago. The Haitian earthquake. And then after the Haitian earthquake, what did we have? A huge magnitude 9 earthquake off the coast of Japan that caused another catastrophic tsunami. Not only did it cause another catastrophic tsunami, but it also caused a nuclear meltdown. Remember that? Jesus told us of these events. He called them great quakes that would be part of the birth pains. Jesus said we should expect these things on an increase. An increase of frequency and an increase of magnitude. That is exactly what we are seeing today, isn't it? Just this month, we had a, we had a storm that produced more than 50 tornadoes. In our country, one storm. We have historic flooding across the Midwest right now. We've had two historic floods in our own area in 2006 and in 2011. Jordan knows he was displaced. Him and his family, many were displaced because of the storm. We have historic hurricanes that ravage the South. Jesus said to us, these are the beginning of the birth pains. This is the beginning of the new heaven and the new earth coming. This is God preparing a path. And this is God telling us we shouldn't be shocked by it because like Jesus said, I told you, I have told you ahead of time of these things. The earth is a quaking. It's actually wobbling. Physically. In Ephesians 6, Verse 12, it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Listen and understand. The devil is quaking. Not only do we have the earth is shaking, but we have the heavenlies 
like we just read in Ephesians, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, they are quaking. Why are they quaking? Because they are afraid. The devil knows his time is up. He is doing everything in his power to attack us. Do you feel like you're under attack? I don't know. I feel like I've been under attack. I feel like I've been under attack in our finances, in our business, in this church, in our family. Just look at this last week. Not only were we money in the hole on Monday, or was it Tuesday, but Wednesday we almost lost two grandsons and a son-in-law to an accident that we had. And thank God they're all right. That's the first thing I said. Everybody okay? When I got there. That was the first thing. That's the most important thing. And then I told them shortly after a little while, I remembered my prayers in the morning. I said, remember my prayers in the morning? I remember them. I said, this is why I pray every morning. For you guys, for a hedge of protection around our family around our children and grandchildren. So this is why I pray. And I told them that. See, a lot of times we think God doesn't hear our prayers. But God hears our prayers. He answers our prayers. Jordan was right when he said it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. But it could have been a lot better too. (laughs) Don't let me get you wrong. It could have been a lot better. But God answered our prayers. He answered our prayers. And you know, at the time, at the moment, you don't think about it. But after you think about it and you look back and you praise God and you thank God for those answered prayers. Because you pray them every day. I pray them every day repeatedly. And it sounds repetitional. You know, like I'm just saying the same thing over and over again. Well, thank God, God hears those prayers. Because God moves. It's by our prayers that his hand moves. Not only does he move, but he also acts on our prayers in his timing, because he knows what's best for us. You see, the heavens are shaken because the devil is getting scared. He's trying... And he's being very successful in ramping up his attacks on his people. I know I'm not the only one in this room that goes through struggles. The devil is out there trying to attack our families, our children, our grandchildren, our livelihoods. He's out there trying to attack it. Because his kingdom is being shaken. 
He is doing everything in his power in these last days because he knows these are the last days. He knows the Bible. He knows the word. He tried to use it against Jesus. He knows that Jesus said, I have told you and I have warned you about these things ahead of time. He knows that when Jesus told his disciples that these quakes, these are the beginning of the birth pains because the end is near. He knows that. The devil knows that the end is near. That's why he's going all out full force and trying to deceive you, trying to pull you away from God, trying to listen to things you shouldn't be listening to or saying things you shouldn't be saying, trying to draw you and take your time away from him and his word and prayer. The devil knows that. And if you think it's just okay to do it, you are wrong. It's a trap. It's a foothold. The saints have been praying. And his kingdom has been shaken. His kingdom has been shaken. His kingdom started shaking long ago. Because he knew it was getting closer and closer to the end days. Do you know, I want to give you a little fact. Not only were all these other things I said about what's going on on the earth facts. We've witnessed them, most of us here. But do you know, in Ronald Reagan's days, when he told Miguel Gorbachev to tear down this wall, do you know when Mikhail Gorbachev retired, or when he resigned from the Communist Party. Do you know it was like the next day that the Communist Party fell? And do you know on the day the Communist Party fell was the day we celebrate Christmas? The day we celebrate Jesus' birth. Isn't that incredible? Communism stands for atheism. They're atheists. They do not believe in God. And the day that fell was the day that we celebrate Jesus' birthday. It reminded me of when the Palestines took the Ark of the Covenant. Remember? They took the Ark of the Covenant and they placed it in their temple. And their God who they worshipped fell over. Before the Ark. They just thought it was a fluke, so they stood it up again. The next day they come back and he fell over again. Every time he fell over, I could just picture in my mind pieces of him breaking off. You know, here's an arm broken off. Here's a leg. They tried to prop him up again and finally fell over. And they're done. And they're like, we got to get this ark out of here. Because then they also started getting all kinds of boils. and Everything else started happening to them. We don't want to be like that. We don't want to have an idol before God. We don't want to be caught in a, in a place or situation when God comes back where we shouldn't be. 
You don't want to be listening to things you shouldn't be listening or doing the things you shouldn't be doing. You want to be at right standing with God. You don't want to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Put it that way. We can't be having a borderline Christian life anymore. It's time because the end is near. And if the devil can get a foothold in, uh, in your life and he can draw you away from God, then he wins. But he's afraid. He's shaken. Because there's people out there praying. There's saints that are out there praying. His foothold in the Supreme Court. He's shaking up. The devil is shaking up because, for one, God, I think, ordained and appointed Donald Trump, believe it or not, as our president. He ordains all of our leaders for all the nations. He puts them in place and he takes them out. God put Donald Trump in there leadership of our country for a reason. And his, his leadership, his presidency in our country has shook our country. It's shaking. The devil's foothold in our government is being shooken. It's being, being weeded out. The heavenlies are shaking. Our Supreme Court acting godly men and you see the attacks they've had on their lives, on their families, on their reputation. That's all the devil. In our political parties, you can see the clear division in our political party lines. It's not about our country anymore, it's about their party. It's about their agenda on both sides. It's not just one side or the other, it's on both sides. But God is weeding them out. He's shaking the heavenly places. He's shaking the high places of the enemy in those heavenly places. He's weeding out the devil. It says we don't fight against powers and principalities in, in uh, Ephesians 6, but we fight against the devil in the heavenly places. God is weeding them out. We can see it happening in our abortion policy in our, in our country. That's being shaken right now. Praise God. God is shaking the heavenly forces of evil over our country in abortion. It's time that that authority is broken. That devil, that demonic force. It's time. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's who we're fighting. When we're standing up for righteousness, like God said, stand firm. Like Paul tells us, stand firm then. Stand firm on righteousness. 
And you see if God moves on your behalf. The devil is running scared. That's why he's going crazy. Because he knows. He knows that there's a new heaven and a new earth a coming. He knows that any moment Jesus could be riding across those clouds on a white horse in victory. He knows because it says in the word that he's going to be gathered up and thrown into the abyss. He knows that. He knows that there is no hope for him. He is defeated. He has been defeated multiple times on multiple stages. Jesus defeated him on the cross. Jesus has defeated him again in victory at the end. That's why we need to keep on praying. Because the devil is shaken. Those evil forces in the heavenly realms are being shaken. Because they know their time is up. The earth is shaken and the heavens are quaking. And we're seeing an increase on this. We are seeing an increase of all these things. Not just in the physical, but in the spiritual realm. I've heard preachers say to me, a lot of times, when they see something happen in the physical realm, they know something's going to happen in the spiritual realm. That something else is coming. You know, one of the, one of the, the last messages that um, David Wilkerson preached on was on the end times. That was his last message that he gave to the church till the Lord took him home in a car accident. The devil took him out. I'm sure it was the devil. He was in a car accident and was killed, hit a truck with his car. They don't know why, they don't know what happened. I can guarantee you that the devil tried to take out a man of God. And then the devil was successful doing it. And if the devil can take out a man of God, then he can take us out. But we have to stand firm and stand our ground. Because the devil knows that the, his reign and his rule is collapsing all around him. It's collapsing all around him. And when you have lose control of your kingdom, when you lose control of your home, you lose control of yourself, your words, your thoughts. You start running around and doing things you don't even realize you're doing because you don't have control. Because for one, we've never really surrendered that control over to Jesus. Where our hope comes from. We need to surrender that control over to God. In our lives. And we need to believe it. And trust it. 
And we need to live by it. Because it's about life and death. It's about life and death. What it boils down to. We need to keep on praying. Pray for all the saints. You know, what a way to attack the church by attacking prayer meetings. What a way to attack the body of Christ by attacking prayer meetings. Prayer is our personal relationship with God. Our prayer life is important. And if the God and if the devil can shut off our prayer life in our lives, then we don't hear clearly from God for direction. Pretty soon we don't even recognize his voice. And we're like sheep being led to a slaughter. I believe that's why in the end times it says that many will perish. Many will be deceived. Why are many going to be deceived when there's so many Christians around the whole world that are supposedly on fire for God and have a relationship with them and that know them? Why is it then that Jesus says, Depart from me, I never knew you? When they said to him, Well, we've done this in your name, we did that in your name. And he said, Depart from me, I never knew you. He's talking about the church. He's talking about the body of believers in the church. How can that be? How can many of us be deceived by the devil? In the end days. Because you know what? The devil goes around parading as an angel of light. Doesn't he? He goes around parading as an angel of light. And he goes around telling you, well, it's okay. We live in a period of grace. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. Because God will forgive us. It's okay. You've got plenty of time. That's a deception the devil tells us. You've got plenty of time to make yourself right with God. He's not coming today. Take your time. Go live your life, sow your oats. I've heard people say that. To their fa- oh, they just need to live their life. They need to go out and sow their oats. They could be living their life and sowing their oats out when God comes back. They could be at the wrong place at the wrong time. They could be good people with a good heart. But it'll be too late. It'll be too sad. It'd be too bad. We need to keep on praying. We need to keep our personal relationship with God on fire. We need to be in the Word. We need to be in His Word. We need to be hearing His voice. We need to hear Him clearly speak to us and give us direction every day. Because I'm telling you, the increase of the birth pains are increasing in frequency. 
and frequency and intensity. When I think of the word frequency, I just I think of I just I think of sound reverberating. You know, it's like tuning a guitar. You know, I've to, I have to use a tuner to tune my guitar because my ears are great. But I'm getting better at tuning it by ear because I've heard that sound a thousand times. And I can, I, I can tell where I'm off a little bit or I'm a little sharp. You know, I'm, I can, you, can st- you start to hear it and you start training your ear. We need to do that and train our ear to God, to Jesus. And the only way we do that is by praying and by reading His Word. The only way. There's no other way. Because I can preach a good sermon to you today and tomorrow. You'll forget it. I've even forgotten what I've preached the same day. At the end of the day on Sunday, I'll I'll go home and I'm like, gosh, I don't even remember what I preached on. But then I'll remember it a couple days later. I don't know if that happens to me. I don't know if it happens to you. But it does happen to me. But in order for me to hear from God, I got to train myself. I got to train my ears. I got to train my eyes. And the only way I can do that is by His Word and prayer, personal relationship with God. Because of this increase of frequencies, and the increase of intensities are so strong out there right now. We definitely got to have open ears and eyes to be able to stand. Or else we're not going to be able to stand. We definitely got to be filling our minds with God's word instead of the world. We definitely got to be watching what we see with our eyes because they are the window to your soul and your spirit. You know, what are we watching on TV, on YouTube? What are we filling our minds with every day? Are we filling our minds more with that than of God's Word? I would say there's probably 99.9% of us are. To be honest. But it's true. And it's sad because it's like what Paul says, you know, I know what to do that's right, but I always do what's wrong. God, help me to keep doing what's right, and God, take this what's wrong away from me. It's a daily struggle. It's a daily battle for all of us. There's not one exempt, and if you're a Christian, it's even more. If you believe in God and God's word, the battle is even stronger on you. Because there's a temptation out there that's so great in the world. Amen? The earth is shaken and the heavens are quaking. Let's quake the heavens. Let's be part of that. Let's be part of shaking up the devil with our prayer life. 
with our relationship with God. Let's not let the devil shake us up anymore. Because he's nothing. He's nobody. But a liar, a deceiver, and a thief. A murderer. Let's put him under our feet. Where he should be. Because Jesus said to us, he's given us all authority. He's given us all authority. We just need to understand that authority and take that authority. That's our part. If we don't take that authority, then the devil will have authority over us. If we don't take that authority over him. Amen? All right, let's stand for the blessing. Thank you, Lord. Father, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for this day. I pray, Lord God, that, Lord, you would have your way. I pray, Father God, that, Lord, anything I've said that's not of you would fall away. But anything I did say that is of you, Lord God, I pray that it would stick to our hearts. Help us, Lord God, to just put you first in all things. Lord, help us with direction, with our, with all the things you have blessed us with, Lord God, and that you have given to us. Lord, help us to be good stewards of it. Help us to be mindful of you and your ways. And Lord, I just pray, Father God, that you would do great, mighty things in all of our families' lives, and that your hedge of protection, Lord God, would be around all of us, that you would keep us, that you would keep the enemy from us and keep Keep us from the enemy. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray that you would bless your people. That Lord God, that you would bless and keep us. That Lord, you would make your face shine upon us. Lord God, that you would be gracious to us. And that you would turn your face toward us. And that you would give us peace. And I pray that we would surrender our lives to you and your will. And not the world's will. When the world comes attempting with all of its things that it has to offer... That we would say, no, we don't want that. We don't want that. I don't want anything that's going to separate me from the love of God, Lord. And I don't want to be at the wrong place at the wrong time when it's your time to come. And I just pray, Lord God, that we would all be ready, all of us here, Lord God. And I just pray that you would help us to have a fervent prayer life. Lord, forgive me for not praying as I should. Forgive me for not reading your word as I should. Lord God, and help me, Lord God. And I just pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.